Ladies and gentlemen, it is Tuesday, June 14th, 2022, and you are listening to Watch This with Liam Fabray. I hope you guys are doing well. We have a jam-packed show today. That's what always happens. You know, we have the show on Thursday, and then over the weekend, lots of stuff happens, and so today we're going to bring it all to you. Um, hot and ready. We're like a little Caesar's pizza here. It's all ready to go here. I have it wrapped up in the box, and we're just going to deliver it to your ears as you're listening. What are you doing? You're driving down the road? You cleaning up the house? You going for a walk? Smelling the fresh air? What are you up to today? Oh, that's good. That's good. And did you... Oh, oh, really? Oh, wow. Well, that's great. Okay, well, I'm glad to hear that. Okay, good, good, good. Well, let me get to my show. I want to hear more about that later. But uh, today we're going to be talking about a few things. And before I get started, we did have a little piece of breaking news that just came in. So I want to address that. Do you guys remember... Um, this happened about a little over a month ago. There was a 14-year-old boy that fell from a roller coaster ride. Well, it wasn't a roller coaster. It was a ride at a theme park in Orlando. It's one of those rides where you all sort of sit around it. It's usually in the shape of a circle or a square, and it launches you up, and then you fall back down, and it sends you back up, and it's like a big pole, and you go up and down really fast. Do you remember this kid who fell from it and died? Do you remember that story, Mark? Happened about over a month ago. Do you remember that one? No, that that could lead past me. Okay, well, there was a little boy who fell from one of these rides. It was really sad. He was 14 years old, um, and the it's the, the story this morning is that the autopsy came out from his death. So he actually went up on this ride. It flew, flung him up, um, and then he fell from the ride over a hundred uh, feet in the air. Apparently, he fell. Uh, you know, it's all concrete on that thing. He fell to his death. So we have the autopsy report this morning coming out. And I was really, you know, waiting for this to come out because I didn't know how he died. You know, he fell from 100 feet to, onto concrete. And I said, well, is he okay? What d- did he die? And when I heard the story and they said, yeah, he, he passed away. Um, so unfortunately, so now we're getting the cause of death. It was it was blunt force trauma. So it sounds like it was the fall that killed him, um, unfortunately. So that's that's a sad story. And also medical examiner they make recommendations in deaths like this apparently this uh small boy he's 14 i don't know if i can call him a teenager he was 100 pounds overweight um so not only are they you know sort of wiping their hands with this but they're saying hey look he was overweight it's his fault that he died um maybe somebody could have spotted that is it really his responsibility a 14 year old boy going to a theme park to know that he's fat and that he shouldn't be getting on the ride i think that's a little bit that's a little bit harsh what do you think mark uh, that seems like they're trying to wash their hands on this, huh? Yeah, I don't know that that's uh, really the story here. But 383 pounds for a 14-year-old, that that also seems like it could be problematic. Um, but regardless, unfortunately, uh, you know, uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to the victims of that shooting. Um, and, you know, we wish everybody the best. Now let's get into the uh, news of the day, uh, our stories that we're covering today. So we had the January 6th hearing extravaganza last week. Uh, and we have some breaking news from the January 6th hearings. Now, this is never before seen information that was released at these hearings. And the, this is why these public hearings were so crucial. So here we go. Uh, revelation number one, January 6th happened. Ooh. Wow, look at that. So that's that's the first key that uh, key point of evidence that was brought out. Uh, the second part that we found out at these hearings, January 6th took place... On January the 6th. So 
So this is all new information that we're finding out thanks to these hearings. Uh, and then the last bit of evidence is that we finally know who to blame for all of this. The man responsible is Donald Trump. So just a crazy uh, bit of breaking news information that was never before seen thanks to these hearings that's coming out. Um, so it's a good thing that we had those hearings to let us know all of that information. Mark, were you stunned when you heard this information? Uh, no, no. Well, I think that was pretty clear. Well, anyway, um, it's a good thing that we had the uh, January 6th committee. Democracy has been restored. Um, did we learn anything from these the hearings? No. We didn't learn anything from the hearings. Um, I sort of was reading on them this morning. I did some uh, digging. I was trying to find out, you know, what, what's coming out of these hearings. What, what, what do we? What, what can I bring you? And uh, the answer is, I can't bring you anything. Nothing really came from these hearings. They sort of went over things. Um, and yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Big nothing burger here. You're like Liam. This is boring. Move on. And it's like, yeah, I, I, I know. What do you want me to tell you? Um, another interesting story that uh, we didn't cover. This happened on May 29th. So. Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, her husband was arrested uh, after a DUI. Did you hear about that story, Mark? Did you hear about that? Yeah, that he was arrested for DUI? Sure did. Yeah, so this story was uh, sort of buried. I had to find it in the coffers of Fox News, actually, to bring you the story. So apparently what was happening is that he was driving at 4.30 in the morning. He had been out. He had been drinking. Um, and he was driving in his Porsche. And, you know, this guy, is, he's 82 years old, right? And Paul Pelosi, just so you know, this guy is a businessman. He's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, Paul Francis Pelosi is an American businessman who owns and operates Financial Services, Inc., a San Francisco-based real estate and venture capital investment consulting firm. Uh, he's owned sports teams. So this guy is uber wealthy. You know, he's an old man. He's 82 years old. He's been drinking and driving all his life. He, he knows what he's doing. So this guy, he didn't get into a car accident. He didn't get pulled over. He's at a red light uh, sitting in his Porsche, according to this report, and a Jeep came and hit him from behind, just banged into him. And then the police were called, and then they were sort of getting his information, and they started to smell a little bit of bourbon on his breath. They, you know, checked him for, D and he was arrested for suspicion of DUI. So he really just got unlucky. The guy, you know, he knows what he's doing. He's been drinking and driving his whole he life. Got, he got narked by a Jeep. He got narked by a Jeep, yeah. So he was bailed out for $5,000 the next day. Now, look, this story, yes, we all kind of heard it, uh, especially if you're on social media, because this is the perfect story for social media. This is the perfect story to get clicks. Nancy Pelosi's husband gets arrested for DUI. It's a great story. But we didn't really see this thing make it in the news world. It didn't get covered that much on the news. And I just want to say for one second, I just want to say this, okay? Can you imagine if Melania Trump had been pulled over for DUI in her Porsche? This thing would have been like the second coming of God, right? Or Casey DeSantis, Ron DeSantis' wife. She gets pulled over driving drunk in her Porsche. Can you imagine the story that that would be? It would be, it would be a pretty big story. Am I, am I wrong? Pretty big. Pretty big. So, um, So, you know. You know, let's just say the media picks and chooses what they like to uh, report on. And one thing that they don't seem to report on too much, but that they seem to be having to cover more and more is Biden's approval rating. So we're going to mention these. We're just going to bring them up just because they're sort of noteworthy here. So President Biden's approval ratings hit a new low on Monday and touched 39.7%, worse than his predecessor Donald Trump's ratings at this point in 2018. The poll conducted by 538 has found that after 510 days in office, the president faces a disapproval rating of 53.7%. So there's a difference between people 
uh, not necessarily approving, somewhat approving all that stuff, and actually a strong 53% disapproving of the president. Those numbers are not very good. Anything below 40 uh, in terms of approval rating is sort of dangerous territory. And I was reading it compared to other people and other past presidents. Um, and as you can see, even somebody like Trump, who was super polarizing, had higher approval ratings than Biden. So that's a little bit scary. But uh, we have CNN bringing us this interesting story. CNN is going to cover for the president here. And they're going to say in their uh, article and the headline, the surprising reason for Joe Biden's low approval rating. So CNN has the actual reason why his approval ratings are low. It's not because Americans aren't happy with the president. Uh, here they go. So Democrats have certain flaws. This is reading from this article why they think that Joe Biden has a low approval rating. Uh, they are rhetorically passive, disorganized, and seem to base their strategy on how not to lose rather than how to win, which usually guarantees failure. The party is also worthy of harsh criticism about taking a bashful approach to punishing Trump. Despite sizable weaknesses, they do have the advantage of not being racist, sexist, homophobes, or hostile to the foundation of democracy. Residents of the real world should vote accordingly. So... Um, they're saying that the reason why Biden's approval ratings are low is because Biden is focused on how not to lose instead of how to win. And also, he's not a racist, sexist, homophobe. I don't think this strategy is going to be helpful for them. Why are Biden's approval ratings low? Because things in the country are not going that well. Now, whether that's Biden's fault, that's a topic for a, a different discussion. That's a topic for another conversation for a different day. When things aren't going well in the country, the president gets blamed. The buck stops with him. That's sort of the way it is, right? Before COVID, the economy was doing really well. Trump was sort of soaring in popularity. He was doing his I told you so. He was this big businessman. The economy was great. Everybody was, the stock market was doing really well. Uh, real estate was pretty low. So everybody was really happy, right? And then when COVID happened, people blamed Trump for every single person who died. Now, was that Trump's direct fault? Again, topic for another day. But the point is, is when things are not going well, the president gets blamed. That's the way it is. And Biden is getting blamed for the fact that gas is really expensive right now. And when you go to the grocery store, things are really expensive. When you go to grab something off the shelf, you say, hey, wasn't that $4 the other day? Now it's six seventy-two. What happened here? And then you get angry. And who are you going to take that anger out on? Costco? No, you love Costco. You're going to take it out on Joe Biden. Right. That's just the way these things go. And I don't think it's because Biden is focused on not losing and he's focused on winning. I don't I don't I don't even really know what that means. But again, CNN is going to go and uh, pedal here. Um, so, you know, uh, that's sort of what it is. But it's not just Republicans who are sort of going at Biden. You have the left progressive wing of the party sort of taking hits at Biden as well uh, over the weekend. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the young progressive Democrat of uh, Brooklyn, she was on CNN and she was asked, would you support Biden if he ran in 2024? Let's listen to what she said. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But um, but I think if if the president has a vision and that's something certainly we're all willing to entertain and examine when the when the time comes. That's not a yes. Yeah, you know, I think uh, we should Okay. endorse when we get to it. But I, I, I believe that the president has been doing a very good job uh, so far. And, um, you know, should he run again? I think that I, you know, I think it's it's we'll take a look at it. <laughs> OK, we'll take a look at it. So uh, not exactly an endorsement from Ocasio-Cortez. So it doesn't seem like she's too happy with him either. 
Um, but it's so interesting because, you know, she's probably upset with him for the for the opposite reasons. She probably wants gas to be more expensive so that uh, we turn away from fossil fuels even more. You know what I mean? Uh, as opposed to being upset that they're too low. So I don't know. I mean, um, it is what it is. Uh, a little bit dangerous to see the party splitting a little bit. Really makes you wonder who's going to run in 2024 for the Democrats. Who's your choice, Mark? Uh, I mean, no one's put their hat, their hat, you know, hat in the race, so I'm not sure. That's kind of a one of those things. You assume it's going to be Biden, yeah, just because how that works out. But I don't know. He seems kind of like a little baby old man, you know. He just he needs to go to retire. Well, Biden is doing well for an 80 year old man. You know what I'm saying? That's what we need to be fair here. Do we want a president who's 97 years old? No. But is Biden doing well for somebody who's 80 years old? Yeah. What I think we should do, very similar to what I did a couple months ago with my car, I took it to the lot and I traded it in for a, a different car. I think we should go to the old people's home and we should you know, look at all the old people in the wheelchairs and we should just pick a different old person and we should leave trade in Biden. Leave Biden there and take a different old person and make them president. That's what I think we should do. You know, I, I saw a scary factoid. The only baby boomer president we've had is Obama. Obama's a baby boomer? Yeah. Okay. Like, everyone else has just been Older. fossils. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, well, we'll see for the next race. I don't know that Biden realistically has it in him. I mean, I know they're sort of covering for him now, but how much more can they do this? And when you reach those ages, it sort of gets progressively worse. You know, and in fact, something uh, when you know, when we get to that age, something usually happens uh, that's dramatic, right? Old people have a fall, and then it's all downhill from the fall. You usually hear that. Well, he was great, and then he had a fall, and he never fully recovered. You know, that's possible. Imagine if Biden fell down Air Force One all those steps; it, it would kill him. Uh, he'd probably be dead. Yeah, and if it didn't, it would it would kill him. You know, he would be he would never recover. From oh, something I mean, like that. he would never win an election. They'd be like, oh, look at this frail old man. Yeah, I mean they are picky with him, but then again, he's the president. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that—that's the job, man. It's very—you know—you ran for this job. You can't sort of get upset now. That's what it is. People are going to be picky. The media is always on your back. That's—that's that's what it is. It's why it's, one of the reasons why it's so hard to find good people to do this. Um, but interesting. Also, Karine Jean-Pierre, the new White House press secretary. We know Jen Psaki went over to MSNBC. She, uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, was on. Um, CNN with Don Lemon over the weekend and he asked her a question and she sort of laughed it off. So Don Lemon said, does the president have the stamina physically and mentally to continue on even after 2024? And she said, Don, you're asking me this question. Oh my gosh, he's the president of the United States. Again, so not an answer. And then Don Lemon says, again, does the president have the stamina physically and mentally, do you think, to continue on? And she says, Quote, that's not a question we should even be asking. That is not a question we should even be asking. Quote, just look at the work he does and look how he's delivering for the American public. Uh, delivering what? Serious question. Delivering what? A war in Ukraine? Uh, you know, disastrous pull out of Afghanistan? How High gas prices? Inflation? High food that we can't afford? You know, what is the what is the thing that he's hanging his hat on? What is he delivering? And I'm not being partisan. I'm just asking. What am I supposed to say? Oh, well, he's done this. The the infrastructure deal? That's going to build charging stations supposedly? Like what what are we what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? 
So, um, yeah. It is what it is. Uh, let's shift away from politics. It's enough politics. So, so in a more interesting story, we had uh, Amber Heard yesterday morning. She went on the Today Show. If you missed this, Amber Heard went on the Today Show, and she spoke about how everybody is mean to her, and nobody believed her, and it's not fair. So that's what Amber Heard talked about on the Today Show. Let's play Amber Heard, and this is her first time speaking out since the trial. I don't care what one thinks about me um, or what judgments you want to make about what happened in the privacy of my own home and my marriage behind closed doors. Let's just clarify for a second. I just want to interrupt for a second. Let's just clarify. Uh, she, she was pooping in her bed. That's what was going on behind closed doors. She was taking poops in her bed. Uh, excuse me. Let's continue. I, I don't presume the average person should know those things. And so I don't take it personally. But even somebody who is sure I'm deserving of all this hate and vitriol. Even if you think that I'm lying, you still couldn't look me in the eye and tell me that you think on social media there's been a fair representation. You cannot tell me that you think that this has been fair. So so that's uh, Amber Heard on the Today Show being interviewed by Savannah Guthrie. So, um, yeah, so she wants she wants some sympathy and some pity uh, look, social media is is us. It's just people, right? Social media is not this big monster. I mean, yeah, people get a little bit more brave because they don't think that people know who they are, but it's just us. It's you and me. That's social media. And who cares what social media is saying? The jury is the one that ruled on her case, not social media. They didn't look to Twitter to decide who was lying and who was right, right? It was a jury of her peers. That's how the legal system works, not Twitter. But let's review, since she brought it up, what social media said. Social media said that she was a crazy lady who pooped in her bed. Fact check, true. That was true. Uh, they said that she's not believable, right? She's not have a very likable or believable face. That's also true. And she looks like a big fat liar face. That's also true. So I don't know what social media said that wasn't true in this case. And she says you can't say what 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 you can't say no matter what you believe that what they said about me was fair. Well, what does that mean, that it was fair? She's, she's not a good liar. Even watching this interview, I'm, I'm looking at her face, and I'm like, I don't, I don't believe a word you're saying. I don't believe a word you're saying. Now, I do like, on the other hand, I do like Camille Vasquez, Johnny Depp's lawyer. She's a likable person. She's a likable person. And why do I say that? Do I know this woman? No, I've never met her in my life. But it's the little things. And maybe she did this on purpose. And if she did, she's very smart. Right? She would rub his hand in court. She'd give him little snacks. She'd rub his back. Right? People like people who are affectionate. People like people who give them snacks. These are nice things. She smiled at Johnny. She'd say good morning to him. She'd hand him his coffee cup. Little things like that made the public fall in love with her. And Amber Heard, with her big tears and her big sob stories, she got nowhere. Nobody liked that. And uh, the latest story with Camille Vasquez is that she was spotted over the weekend celebrating uh, with her team. They're still celebrating this trial. So, you know, they're having a good time. Good for her. Um, She was at a bar. They were having some drinks. Um, And then we also have this video of her celebrating with her boyfriend. So everybody wants her to get with Johnny Depp, but she actually has a boyfriend. Let's watch this video. I'm here with the best most beautiful, most in-demand attorneys on planet Earth He's right so now. I am. So I'm going to go commit a crime. I'm going to go commit a crime right now. 
So, yeah, you know, it's a little bit sad, you know, because you want you want uh, Camille Vasquez to get with Johnny Depp. You think that's the most beautiful love story. And then you find out he's got a boyfriend. Um, so it's like, you know, whatever. Uh, it is what it is. But but yeah, man, I mean, uh, I think the public just caught the fact that she's not believable. They didn't really like her. And that's OK. That's I don't know why she's saying that's unfair. And I don't know why she's going on the Today Show looking for pity. Nobody's going to believe that. Nobody's going to feel bad for her. I don't think she scored any points by doing that interview. Amber Heard is like the girl in the movie that's getting married to the nice guy. And she's hot, but she's almost like too perfect. And she's not really that nice to him. And Camille Vasquez is like the caterer for the wedding who keeps stopping by. And she's pretty too, but you can't really tell because she's wearing like her uniform and she's wearing like a bandana, you know. And the main character starts to like fall for the caterer woman. And they like run into each other and she drops all of her stuff and they have like a moment. And then, like, the main character's mother is like, I know you like her, dear. Go get her. She's a wonderful girl, you know? And the main the mother starts to, like, be on the caterer side. And then, like, Amber Heard starts to go crazy because she starts to catch and she tries to, like, sabotage the caterer. You can make a whole movie out of this and have, you know, cast Amber Heard. It would be perfect. Because Amber Heard is not likable, right? There's people that have faces like this. They use them in movies all the time for typecasting. The sort of bad guy who's kind of supposed to be good but has like a face that you don't like. And that's that's Amber Heard. So um, that's that's sort of it with this thing, you know? Uh, Camille Vasquez and Johnny Depp doesn't look like they're going to get together. But she was promoted to partner at her law firm, so good for her. Seems like this story is going to be great for her. Probably made millions of dollars off of this trial. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of fun fun news with that. Mark, how long have we been going here? Uh, like 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Wow. Um, yeah, so that's the news of the day. Uh, pretty much it. We covered that January 6th thing. We covered uh, what happened over the weekend. Um, this is a TikTok that was posted. And I want to hear I want to hear your thoughts, Mark, on this one. Okay, so I'm going to play this TikTok. Now, this is Drew Barrymore. And for those of you who can't see, she's in her mansion. Um, in her mansion, and it's raining outside. So here we go, Drew Barrymore in her mansion, raining outside. If it's raining anywhere you are, just run out in the rain. Don't miss the opportunity. Um, kind of scratching my head what the hell the point was. I think that if I had a mansion, I would run outside in the rain too. You know, I think if I had millions and millions of dollars and and I was an actress who worked, you know, for a month every year, uh, I think when it rained outside, I would probably go run outside in the rain as well and get all wet, you know, and then have my butler do my laundry and then put on some brand new clothes. But I think for most people, I think this is sort of a slap in the face because most people are watching this video from their job, right? They're in their cubicle and they're watching Drew Barrymore in her kitchen um, all wet after she went dancing in the rain. So I think I like the thought behind this. I think I like the concept, but I don't think that um, I don't think that this is necessarily something that most regular people will do. That's what I think. Yeah, for sure. But also, you know, we have this worship of celebrity anyway, so I'm sure people really see that and they're like, "Wow, how profound!" I'm gonna go dance in the rain now. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, maybe they think that that's like good advice, and they're gonna take it. They're yeah, getting exactly. like they're getting divorced. They just lost their job. You know, their kid is is out of control at school, and they go run outside in the rain. Yeah, why not? Like you know, just uh, me time in the rain. She also makes this weird face, like like after she does the video. It's really weird. Do that again. 
One more time. You want the phase again? Yeah, do it again. Do it again. <laughs> Watch the video, dude. That's what she does. It's not just me. Um, okay. Well, that's pretty much it for today. We're going to be back on Thursday with some more news. Uh, the latest TikTok that I posted is up to 70,000 views. So if you're not following me on TikTok, you're missing out, man. Uh, go follow me on TikTok. We're taking this to the next level. Is everybody tired of me saying that? Taking it to the next level? People are like, what the fuck is the next level? The what? best is yet to come. Yeah, the best is yet to come. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no. So we're going there. That's very exciting. And we're going to keep doing the little capsules. Um, because it's a cool way to grow. Now, what I've found is that it's not necessarily translating to podcast viewers. People on TikTok don't necessarily then go and listen to the podcast, which is fine. They will eventually. Uh, you got to make a name for yourself first. But TikTok is a really cool way to sort of do it. What other platform do you know where you can sort of blow up like that overnight? I mean, I um, created my account a week ago and I'm already up to uh, 500 subscribers or 500 followers. So that's super exciting. And uh, my friend is doing it too, and he just got 190,000 views on his video. So it's really cool, cool app. Everybody has the opportunity to grow on it, and I'm going to keep on trucking. So thank you for listening to the show, and we will be back on Thursday.